This is the first episode of the podcast. Uh, I had some issues with my microphone in the first half. Second half will be better. And the next episode and then fourth will not have the same double issue. I just was using OBS wrong and it will be fixed. I apologize for the inconvenience of the episode. What's up guys? This is the first episode of the Dumb Shit Dumbasses playlist. I'm Nick. Podcast. And I'm Alex. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, did I say it wrong? You, you said, said playlist, playlist, actually. Playlist? Oh, it's whatever, it's whatever. So. That's why it's dumb shit for dumbasses. That's why it's dumb shit for dumbasses. Oh, yeah, indeed, indeed. It just, it just fits. It just fits. Fits, for, fits like a glove. So, indeed, indeed. So, as a little icebreaker. Um, well, I'm gonna list a few things about me, and then friend Alex over here is gonna list a few things about him. Fur color is yellow. Um, I play golf occasionally, like once every couple months or so. And then uh, I like existing. You know, that's the kind of the thing. No, I'm, I'm male on that one. All right, so I'm Alex. My favorite color is blue. I enjoy shooting things. That's quite enjoyable. And I'm mad on the existing thing. Mad on that. Okay, okay, okay. Picture up to the whole shooting things. That's nice. Holy shit. You're, you're blowing into the mic really, really bad. Yeah, I wish you would have told me that earlier. Is this still bad? No, it's good for right now. Alright, you gotta tell me if that starts to happen. I will. Alright. So, our first topic is what you've titled Silent Sneezes. Care to elaborate? <laughs> so I was thinking, right, I was in the shower, and I had to sneeze, and I sneezed, and there was no sound at all, like, absolutely no sound. Uh, no and sound. And I noticed that I, I don't sneeze. No sound, not not any, not a word, not, not a sound. <laughs> not a word out of your nose uh, when you sneeze. That's good, that's good. Exactly, exactly. You know, as that happens to go. And, well, I was just wondering, is that my the only person on Earth that has these silent sneezes where there's no sound coming out? No, when, when I, I sneeze, it sounds like a shotgun. <laughs> I have to, when, when I'm, like, doing just something. Just a torrential downpour of sound. Yeah, I have to pinch my nose, and then it, it sort of goes, like that. I have to pinch it so I don't just blow up the windows, you know? I can't pinch my nose or else my eardrums will explode. Yeah, like, I like, there's power there. There's just nothing. There's no sound. It's like, like I'm almost contemplating the fact that it breaks the sound barrier. When your eardrums kind of do that thing where it, it like makes everything sound weird, all you have to do is swallow and it, it goes away. Is it? Well, yeah, I'm, that's pretty common knowledge. Yeah, well, you didn't seem to know it. There's a reason this podcast is named I, I did know, I did know that. I did <laughs> Damn right. Pretty much the equivalent of a blank for dummies book. Oh goddamn! You, yeah, damn right. You want some dumb shit? You come here. It's a fill in the blanks book. <laughs> it's, it's like, like Mad Libs, Libs, but we follow the instructions. <laughs> uh, we can't really read the instructions, so hey, I can't read. But just because I can't try. read doesn't mean you have to bring it up. All right. Okay, okay, fine, I won't bring it up again. <laughs> You're breathing in the mic so a little have, bit. Have, have you ever met anyone else who has the silent sneeze? So, 
No, I've actually met the opposite. My stepdad is from Canada, fun fact. Um, <laughs> his sneezes are ridiculous. They're absolutely well, ridiculous. Well, he's, he's a so dad. Dad sneezes are just... A lift the truck off the ground and sneeze. That's what they are. Seriously, but it's not just a sneeze. It's a whole movement. It's like, it's like a play, right? It's yeah, like, like you, you move your back back and you like, just... Exactly, you like arch up like, like a crane, flapping your wings and shit, and then you just come down <laughs> like, like a crane, just crushing you everything which under crane you're going with, like, are you going with a construction, construction crane, or a bird crane? Because I need to know. Like, like a crane, like a crane's wing, like... Dang, I was really hoping you were talking about construction. Like a construction crane, that way it's just like a, a construction crane just flapping its wings, flying about the sights. Of course, it makes so much sense, so majestic. Yeah, so your sneeze reminds me of what a stereotypical girl sneeze would be. Just a chew. That's, that's what I sound, that's what I imagine when you say silent sneeze. No, it's not even that, it's just, just, just nothing. It's just nothing, you can't even tell. It's weird, because I have a lot of movement in mind, like I will jerk my head, right, but there will be nothing. It's like my it's like my face is just it, yeah nothing not a not a damn set. Really, just just well, like it could be quiet in the library. You go to sneeze, everyone's like, oh geez, here comes the thunder, and it's just nothing. Exactly. It's sure. well, and even if people aren't looking up, it's just like like they'll just they'll sense a disturbance in the forest. They'll just look up concerned. They'll look at me, and then they'll just look back down. And like, what, the, what did you see? What, what? Am I not hearing something here? <laughs> they'll think you just got possessed. <laughs> Seriously, it's not like I'm shaking uncontrollably like an exorcist. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be listening to music or something. I'll sneeze, and I, I can I can't hear anything while I sneeze. But when I come back, somehow I'll I'll still be in the exact spot right I started to sneeze on. Even though my sneezes are more than twenty seconds long. More than 20 seconds long It's like a jack-in-the-box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a jack-in-the-box. You have to wind it, and then it goes immediately, and then it's gone. But no sound. No jack-in-the-box, no surprise. Just, just absolutely just nothing. Wind. Absolutely nothing. It's barren. Barren. Thank you. Yes. Speaking of music, though, the next topic would be taste in music. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was a clean segue, wasn't it? It was a beautiful segue. Ten out of ten. We're great. This is natural career path for us. Yeah. Right. So, what is your taste in music? Exclusively country music. I listen to nothing else. Nothing. I can listen to just no other barely subgenres of country. Uh, well. Oh yeah, that's right. The Spotify thing came in. What did that? What did that say? Yeah, let, me, let me pull it up and I'll tell you. Cause I know I took a screenshot just so I could remember, in case something changed. I wanted to compare it next year. So if I go, uh -huh. if I go over here, and I pull that picture up, if I can't find it. No, I never really used a lot of Spotify, um, but oh, when I, I forgot. Did it only Spotify, it, it only tells you like your top genre. Right? But I know a uh, few of them. One of them was bluegrass, outlaw country, regular country, and I can't remember the rest. I remember you told me something about. Uh, was it Arkansas country? No, that that was someone else. Uh, 
what what is Arkansas country? I'm gonna look people from Arkansas singing country music. It's pretty obvious. What's uh? I'm sorry, but I still have to. What's your taste in music then? Uh, well, I like rap and rock. You know, pretty stereotypical teenager shit. You know. Just, uh, it's not a really phase, mom. <laughs> it's not a phase. Shut up, mom. You know, I, I mean, I had a big rap phase for a while. Yeah, I've, I've never I was been really able to younger. I used to listen to a lot of pop. Pop. Because, I, well, I used to live in the city, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the city, the only thing they ever blast is pop and hip hop and rap. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, when you say in the city, what do you mean? Like, how big, like, population-wise? How many people do you reckon? Uh, so, you know, like, you know, in the city, there's, like, the main city, and then there's, like, the perimeter, kind of, and then it just switches to the suburban area. Yeah. I was right on the fringe. I was right next to a huge shopping mall. I lived, like, less than a mile away from the highway. Entrance, we were, we were only one or two exits away from the actual city itself, like, downtown. Oh, so you were, you were pretty close to all those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of people all the time. Just, just so, imagine living there during the pandemic, though. It must suck to be in a big oh, city right terrible. now. Yeah, the the school I used to go to, they they still haven't closed up, or I mean opened up. They were in. They still haven't. They were in lockdown. Yeah, no, they were in lockdown until like a month ago. Jeez. Well, I think they opened up. Yeah, they they opened up in like the beginning. Well, uh, maybe that killed most of their cases, or are they still not having a good day? I don't actually know about their number of cases, I just know about the schools not opening, because huh. all of my old friends were just like, yeah, no, it's a total hell over here. We wish you were still here to experience the hell with us, kind of thing. Yeah, where we go, uh, Thanks. cases are starting to spike pretty significant, so that's... That's worrying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get back to that, they're not kind of... Yeah, it's going to be virtual. Yeah, I hate virtual school. I cannot stand it. <clears throat> that That's a good topic, actually. Um, what about... Do you, like, do you think most kids don't like virtual, or do you think, I think most it's, kids like virtual? I think it's a 50-50 split. Some people really like the virtual because there's no risk of catching... The COVID, there's, you don't have to stand up in front of your class and speak, and you can also cheat really, really easily. And that's a huge plus. Mm, that is it. That is a big but plus. people like me who don't like virtual, I like to be in person, experience the school for myself, and meet people in person. That that's better to me. Makes makes me feel more comfortable. How about you? Yeah, I can agree with that. I definitely would prefer in person. It's hard for me to, you know. Um, it's hard for me to focus during the whole thing, because I mean I I have a computer on my desk where I put my laptop, where I have to tune in. It, it's it's just begging me to fucking do something else. Oh, oh yeah, and I mean a and I know a bunch of. Oh, it is a struggle. I have to like unplug my computer every time because I'll just end up turning it on and browsing anything. I'll be playing Minecraft. School. I'll be playing Minecraft, right? And my t my alarm will go off like, hey time to get on to your third period or whatever, and I'll be like, nah, nah, I'm playing Minecraft, I'm almost, I almost beat the, the Ender Dragon over here, and they're just they're yelling at me to get on, and I'm struggling, it's, it's not a fun time. It is a real willpower, you gotta take a lot of willpower to just commit. 
I don't even think any of the teachers have willpower anymore. Like half of my teachers, they don't even set up Google Meets anymore. Yeah, yeah one, one of, of uh, like, right, have fun. one of my teachers will set up a Google Meet, but she will openly despise the like Google Meet itself and just say, "Man, I hate this online school stuff." And yeah, like, she, she's done. She, she can't stand it. Yeah. Now I don't. I don't blame her. It's yeah, terrible. Right? Oh, it is terrible. It's. I mean, it's great and terrible. You know, I've noticed that. I can eat breakfast because you know, going to school, you don't. I don't. I wake up a little uh, later. I don't have time to eat breakfast. But you know, in this kind of thing, I can have. T I have time to eat breakfast. I wake up later. I eat breakfast. I get on school. Yeah, you can. Five. You can actually eat during class and. You can be more comfortable at home, but you also don't get to meet as many people. It's just not as fun. Yeah, exactly. And I use that as an excuse, but I didn't really... I haven't met a lot of people. Like, I've met people, but I'm not exactly the most social people, right, person, right? So, right, uh, I know... I know, like, four dozen people. Just in, in total. Country, but... In, yeah, in total, about four or five dozen people. That's... Like, but I only consistently talk. What are we gonna say? It's like 50, 60 people. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I, I but I mean, I, that's just people that I like. I know they're in my classrooms. I know they exist. I've talked to them maybe once. Um, but like people I consistently talk with every day. It's maybe ten, maximum, and close friends is down to like five. Yeah, I don't have many close friends. I, I yeah. I just don't talk to people. I have a very weird sense of humor. Oh, I know. I'm pretty dark. You're, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. I yeah. share it. <laughs> mm-hmm, indeed, and that's why we are friends. I find that comedy is the easiest way to attach to people. Because yeah. it's the only way that you can recover from saying something bad, right? Like, if you say something that's not funny, or just even, like, terrible, you can laugh, and they'll probably laugh it off with you. Yeah, just to avoid an awkward situation. Exactly, exactly. So at least it makes you feel a little better when they inevitably will start laughing with you. You know, it's nice. Either that or they'll think you're insane because you're laughing at something that you really shouldn't laugh at, and they'll back away slowly. <laughs> you know, that's entirely possible, but that's never happened to me yet. Has, has that happened to you? Uh, not quite yet. But I'm, I'm thinking it's going to happen soon, but the thing about jokes, like if you open some a conversation with someone new with a joke, you can judge if you can even fathom being friends with them by their reaction to said joke. If they get offended, you're probably not going to want to hang out with them because that's your sense of humor. They're not going to appreciate it. If they laugh, you might want to explore that a little further. Yeah, yeah. I can relate to that. One type of people that I, I don't really like, but I also will unfortunately admit to being one of those kind of people, is you know the um the um actually. I oh, I know for a fact you're one of those. Yeah, I am <laughs> one of those. When it comes to someone pronouncing something wrong in a I know. way, every time personally, every or something time. historical, because I continue. No, no, you were talking. I was just commenting in the background. Oh, okay. The fucking. Historical shit, pronunciations of shit. I pronunciations. Don't really on grammar, because I hate grammar. Yeah, pronunciations, right? Pronunciations. So like, like uh, I always have to say. Yeah, pronunciations. Pronunciations. 
pronunciation? I'm correcting your pronunciation. Whatever, I'm not gonna... Uh, okay, what, uh... Porsche. Porsche is not correct. I, I have to correct people. I know it's my proper thing. Friends. I know it's properly Porsche, but I say Porsche because it's easier and it rolls off the tongue better. But, like, one big stick we read about something is, like, gun names. People say Grand. The M1 Grand. It's the Garand. It's, yeah, it's a Garand. I've also Actually, people called it, I heard them call the Gerand. It's technically called the I've heard that before. Garand, I think, or Garand, because yeah, that's how he actually pronounced his last name, but yeah, people no, look at his funny. last name was Garand. Well, Garand is just easier, and everyone calls it that, so I figured I could get away with it. Oh, H&K. So, if you go to Germany, and you ask someone about H&K, and how they pronounce it, they will pronounce it Heckler and Koch. Right. Sounds, Sounds like, like someone got a nasty but, cold. Uh, the website, exactly, exactly. Like sounds like you got some phlegm in the back of your throat that you gotta get rid of. But if you go to the actual website, they want you to pronounce it Heckler and Coke. Coke. And my friend, one pronounces it Heckler and Koch. Just like, and Kosh. <laughs> Kosh. Seriously, Kosh. Yeah, Heckler and Kosh. That's uh, quite Kosh, a mispronunciation. Kosh, I know, right? And it made me so angry because he wouldn't admit he was wrong, so I had to prove him wrong with facts. And I know I'm the exact way. Yeah, you. I will never admit defeat. Whenever we play Men of War, right? Every time I say a vehicle wrong, you'll go like, actually, it's the Panther Comfrack in the fourth or some some crap. Um, actually, <laughs> the the list kicks in. Yeah, the list kicks right in. not. A Panther Street is a Panther Compagon Object F. <laughs> I think you would. Actually, I think you have corrected me with something. I said like Panther 3 and you corrected me into the proper name. Okay, probably at some point, I, yes. I wanted to reach through the screen and smack you, I won't be truthful. I mean, I take pride in my assholeness. <laughs> I thought you were just going to leave your asshole and I was going to buy. Hmm! <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of my asshole. I mean, it, it's the important things you have to be proud of, you know? Your, your personality, I, I have to take pride in that assholery that I take part of. It's just part of me, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just something you, and while you there gotta are, live with. Exactly. And while there are tons of stuff that are bad about my personality, there is some silver lining, right? So, of course, I am can be an asshole about that kind of thing. Yeah, you gotta focus but on that silver real hard, though. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thin lining, man. But you, you can find it somewhere. Sometimes. Like... <laughs> I mean, the silver lining about being an asshole, though, is that you can have insight on other assholes, and you can talk about being an asshole like we're doing now. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, you're talking about being an asshole, and I'm commenting on you being an asshole. It's a great time. Exactly, <laughs> it is a great time. Mm-hmm. So, man, this is this deviated a lot from taste and music. It did, didn't it? <laughs> Which it did. That's really where it really did. From. Now, okay, next topic. Uh, this I one's all you. This is your idea. So you're gonna start it off and yeah, set it the was tone. My idea. You're gonna set the tone for the entire well, podcast okay. with this section. You're just breathing in your mic a little. Sorry, thank you. Just in general, speaking about American politics, I watch a lot of YouTube, right? 
Yeah. And uh, I see I see tons of ads for the elections for Senate and uh, House of Representatives and the president that just happened. Yeah, there's so many. Right, and I, I, I stumbled across a fact the other day. It was $14 billion, the, the newest high record, I think, in the world. $14 billion had been set, spent on the national U.S. 2020 election alone. That much on the election? That is insane. Yeah, exactly. That is insane. $14 billion. Not even, like, I, I think thought I you were talking at least for COVID, yeah. but not the election? Oh, no, no, no. The election alone was $14 billion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to disapprove of that a little bit. Yeah, right. Imagine what we could do with even just half of that money, because I know you do have to campaign, you do have to use money, but a new record of fourteen billion dollars—that well, is insane. This was a monumental election in U.S. history. Oh yeah. How, what, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. Seriously. Whatever your political stance is or was or whatever, this election was important to you either way. Mm-hmm. And even if it wasn't important to you, it will become important to you. I'm sure it'll be taught in schools. I'm sure your parents will be talking about it it's within gonna, the next 8 to 16 years. Yeah, like COVID this year. This year itself was just one heck of a terrible, show, man. Terrible. It was terrible. 2020 was not a good year. And people are all like, 2021 will be better. Like, they're thinking COVID's just going to disappear January 1st. That's not how it works. Damn, I wish it was, though. We all do, but it's... Said some reality on it. It's not. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it works. We just all be in our home. Oh, sorry, you go. Sorry. Um, one thing I definitely noticed about this recent election cycle, 2016 and 2020, is that people have gotten a lot more aggressive with their political standpoints. I used to have a friend. She's actually my girlfriend. She was really nice and not really soft-spoken, right? Is she was she right. was. We don't we don't talk about that though. Maybe in another episode. No, but, maybe um, next time. Yeah, maybe. Well, hopefully not next time. Episode ten. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, she become she became so unbelievably angry at everything. Every anyone that didn't share her political standpoint, right? Because I had I tried to contact her. Talk, <laughs> I tried to talk to her, right? And she knew that I was a, I had some different views to her, and she would not talk to me until I ha- she made me admit some things that I did not want to admit. I mean, yes, I talked to her, but it was it was annoying the whole time. She was just being a total asshole. Yeah, I more of an asshole than I could be, and that's saying Eighth grade, man. I, I, when I was, I had a friend, all right, and she was really, really political, and I was able to put up with it for a while, but. Then all the the stuff happened in 2020 with the police, and she got real political. Mm-hmm. And like, I couldn't couldn't deal with it. It's just it's, it's too, too too much. Toxicity is is just too much. Mm-hmm. And how all those 14 billion dollars? And I mean, I don't really I don't watch the news a lot. I don't really read a lot of news. I don't keep up with national events. I keep more with world events a little bit more. I still don't really know entirely what both of the candidates are like. I know some basic things. Well, I know what their parties believe in, roughly. The news 
And no matter what you support, the news isn't going to tell you the truth about either candidate. <laughs> they want you to vote for the one they believe in, so they're going to tell you good things only about them. They're not going to tell you anything bad. And have you ever had a conversation with your parents? Like, because my parents and I, we have a few different uh, things. Or at least I like to play devil's advocate sometimes, right? You know, she'll break up a point, you know maybe try and make sense of it or something and I was like and just recently we're talking about this man his name was George I don't know he's a Hungarian billionaire philanthropist that his net worth is some 8.7 billion dollars he has donated some 23 billion dollars to various charities including you know Antifa oh. uh, various things including democracy uh, in the 80s and 90s uh, he, he donated millions and millions of dollars to Democratic parties within the Soviet bloc. Soviet bloc. So this was. And my mom. Yeah. Yeah, he was born in the 40s and 30s. He survived World War II in Hungary and then he moved away. He's currently a U.S. citizen. And my mom is convinced that he is against America. I don't know. You know, I'm getting too far into politics, but we I had to play the devil advocate and she said I was anti American and I hated my country. It doesn't make sense. I've. I love my country. Hell, I want to be in the military. But I understand where she's getting these ideas. It makes me so angry because I, I can't have a regular conversation with my own mother about just not even politics, just about a single man and what's going on with him. Me and uh, my dad, we're the one. I only talk about politics with him because he'll actually get into it. We, we are pretty similar on our views. We'll have conversations on the ride. He encourages me to make my own point, but I find I agree with a lot of what he stands for. Mm-hmm. And and I agree with that. Like my stepdad, he's he's cool. He's from Canada. I have I don't agree with him on everything because he is you know, Canadian cultural yeah. differences, but he does at least encourage me to have my own opinion. You'd be your own he person. He doesn't like me watching the newspaper all the time. Exactly, because all they watch is Fox News. Occasionally they do bring up BBC, or wait, no, sorry, uh, CNN? a couple other, yeah, CNN, they, they watch a, a few majority, yeah, they watch like three news channels, I mean, and I don't like to watch those news channels, because like you said earlier, they're all of this information that I get, biased. and I don't like to look on social media, exactly, because uh, I don't know what social media is or isn't uh, monitoring, I mean, right, like, like if I go on Reddit, it's gonna give me a bunch of Democratic stuff. If I go on Instagram, it's gonna give me a lot of, a lot of Republican stuff. YouTube is just yes, it's both. Better, so it's an even mix. Yeah, exactly. Money, money, money. So, so like you can scroll through Instagram or anything, but no matter what you do, if you see anything that says the word Trump or Biden, it'll say U.S. election. You cannot escape it. And if it if it says something at all to be like fact checkers disagree with this here's why you can't escape it it's just there it's always there it's kind of the point where it's like some of these headlines that are so outlandish to me like i saw something about i don't know i don't even remember what it was but it was so something something so outrageously abnormal but I completely, I just swore past it. I didn't even click on the article. Because sometimes I will click on articles and I will look into it a little bit. No, I didn't. It was, just, it was something about crack cocaine. I think it was. Oh. 
Um, something about Melania Trump being high on crack cocaine for the entire inaugural speech because something about her eyes or something. I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to deal with it. That reminds me of something. Did you hear about Oregon when they legalized pretty much every drug? Oh, I, I heard about it, but I don't know what like happened with it. Did they had the aftermath. Uh, I can actually look that up right now. Okay. Also, actually, fun fact that that stirred something in my brain. Uh, I'm pretty sure certain amounts of heroin and cocaine and meth are legal in some parts of Italy. Although I wouldn't, you know, if anyone's listening to this, I wouldn't actually go to Italy and bring illegal drugs like that. So I again, I wouldn't try it. But I did hear from someone or some site that some specific drugs that are illegal in the United States are legal in Italy. So. It's interesting. Yeah, I just looked it up. I guess it hasn't been long enough to really get a true aftermath. So we're going to have to wait a little longer mm. on that one. We'll come back to that in a okay. later episode. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Alright. Um, so, going back to schools. Uh, having to read books in English. I was thinking about this the other day. Because I don't have English yet. I have it next semester. Same. Um... Right, exactly, so, but at least in previous grades, we did have to read books, right? So we read a book about, you know, the Holocaust, we read a couple books on segregation in Alabama, it, it was a whole thing, and some, I mean, a lot of those books were really good, but a lot, a lot of books that we probably will have to read, you know, uh, Poetry by Shakespeare, or um, How to Kill a Mockingbird, I never wrote, written, uh, read that. Just a bunch of books. I figured I don't like the class. I wish that we could make it not mandatory or yeah, optional. That's what I meant. Why is it? Why is it mandatory? I, you see, the things I think pretty much every class should be, except history, because you need to know history or it'll repeat itself. But everything else that should be optional, depending on your career path you're trying to go to. Like, if you don't, if you know for a fact you won't have to do math, and, and this is really nitpicky because I hate math, and, uh, but if you, if you are going into a career field that doesn't need it at all, you shouldn't have to take it. If you're going into a career field where you don't need to know how to like write a 15-page essay every two seconds, you don't have to do English. That just doesn't make sense to me. And I do support some parts of English. Like I understand the fact that sometimes you do. You, I mean, you do need to know how to, you know, write. You gotta know how to write an email. Grammar, right? You you have to know how to write things that will make sense to people. But as far as you know, I don't know that many people that want to be, you know, award-winning authors, and poets, and stuff. And I just personally don't find the total use in literature, but also, you know, I, I also see the argument that literature is a part of human activity and creativity, and that it would be inhuman of us to try and leave it behind, and at least exposing to every student uh, the aspects of literature will at least help them understand some part of human tendencies, or maybe experience, uh, expose them to anything that they might want to do. Which yeah, of like, course I understand. Like high school, but, your classes should be elective, but middle school they should be mandatory so you get a feel for what you like, and then you choose what you want to pursue <laughs> further in high school. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Some things, like about English, right? Like, I'm okay with writing a couple essays, 
I do feel like some teachers get really, really so you're happy with, with it. their work. What was that? I like trigger happy with giving essays is what I thought you were going, so I tried to add on, but I was wrong. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, well, there's two ways that can go. There's always two sets of teachers. There's the lazy ones that uh, just give you the work, and they, they don't care. They don't give you any sort of instruction. You know, here's a book. Here's an essay. Here's a topic. Here's an essay. Or here's just an essay that you have to write. And then, yeah, there is also the trigger-happy ones that will give you too much work, too much information to deal with. And then you fail, and then you have uh, to what take it, what it again. It, yeah, right, let's go, right before high school, uh, when the classes would, we would say, no, be mandatory, I mean, be mandatory. What was your English teacher like? Was she... It was a he, actually. Or lazy? He was... Oh. He seemed like the kind of man who didn't want to teach English, because he really... He talked a lot about history more than anything. But he didn't make us do too much. It was mainly reading. We had a couple Google forms to fill out for testing and such, but it was fairly simple stuff. And I was okay with There's a few aspects that I enjoyed in that class. I enjoy reading. I like to read it. But I don't like to read certain types of books, like poetry. I'm not a fan. I just, I, it doesn't get, doesn't get to me like other people. Yeah, I don't I don't like reading poetry or dissecting poetry. My my eighth grade English teacher, or sorry, seventh grade English teacher, I think. Uh, she loved dissecting poetry. I hated it. My family thinks I write amazing poetry, but uh, let's be honest here, no one ever gets rich by being a poet. Fucking even famous poets are normally old as shit or dead after. They yeah, like was companies. was Shakespeare even a alive when he took off? I, I don't know. I didn't research him much. I don't know. I, I've never had to research him. Like, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, I had to read uh, the, the Crow, I, I believe I don't, it I don't, was. I don't... The, the Raven. Mm -hmm. The Raven, not the Crow. The Raven. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever have to read uh, Little House on the Prairie? I didn't. You didn't? No. Uh, I did. Did you have advanced See, ELA by chance? Uh, no, well, no, it was a regular ELA class, but, um, because the way my school was set up, you had all the uh, four original classes, right? So you had, um, you had math, English, ELA, math, science, social studies, and, and science. Studies. Just four bases, right, then you, you had your two electives. Four. And then, no, 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 because this is, again, this is an elementary school I'm talking about. Oh, elementary, I thought then you were talking about we had our, middle. um, no, 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 I'm talking about elementary. Then this time you have, um, at that time you had, you had gym, always had gym. Yep. And then you had another class, and then for like 30 to 45 minutes a day, we would have specials, which was reach, um, extended learning, AP, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It was the smart people class, even though I didn't completely fit in. Um, but no, 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 anyway, it w we had a regular literature class, and this guy made us read, and I quote, uh, made us read Little House on the <laughs> I didn't read it at all. <laughs> you know, I didn't read a damn word. Now, that reading, what's your opinion on that popcorn reading where they make you read in front of the class whether you're ready or not? Oh, I hate that. I do too. I can't stand it. Or I don't like those teachers that'll make you, like, yeah, continue. Like, they'll make you stand up in front of the class, or they'll make you stand up in your, at your desks to read, so everyone just has their eyes on you. 
it just makes you real nervous you start stuttering and you just embarrass yourself it's like their goal or something oh yeah I hate that I really do hate that yeah like things like uh like projects like I'm okay especially in civic or history like presenting a project that I've been working on I'm fine with that I'm now, now history That's my safe place. I love history. history is something I can get behind but I'll, I'll put passion, actual passion, into my projects in history, but something like ELA, I just, I, I'm just aiming to get a 70 at, at worst. Just, just need to pass. Oh hell, I, I don't. I think it's legally impossible, um, for a, an ELA teacher to give anyone above an 80, or I mean 85. <laughs> Actually, my my sister, seriously, she's got a hundred in ELA right now. Oh my God! How? Either a hundred or a ninety. I, I know she has an A. What? How many assignments did she have to write? I don't know. I don't really focus much on her schoolwork. I'm busy failing mine. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> fair enough. Cheers to that. But um. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I apologize once again for the poor audio quality. It should be fixed now, and it shouldn't happen again at any later date. Um, anything to add, Nick? Uh, no, not really. Just thank you for listening, and this has been Dumb Shit with our, us, you know, dumbasses. Goodbye. <laughs>